Welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you for joining us. This is season two, episode number 19. It's going to be a retro series message from your boy, Jeremiah Johnson. And we're going to be talking about running the race today. So before we get into this word that I have for you, that I believe will encourage you, that's why we exist here at the Grace Point Daily Podcast. We exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. We have a verse by verse series. We have Grace Point with Greg and Kelly. We have the Retro series. We have interviews, all kinds of great stuff. So go back and listen to all of the episodes on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, and be a part of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. All right. So these, why we're calling this the retro series, these are old school sermons from back in the day that uh, I've been digging out of the archive. Still some good stuff that I want to give you uh, that is applicable and relative to today. Well, I want to talk about this issue of running the race. And I just got back from a high school football game here in the area that I live in, in Southern Missouri, and we are the Carthage Tigers. That's who we are. Uh, Sorry, I don't have a tiger uh, sound effect right there. But we are the Carthage Tigers, and they just won the district championship today. So they were all excited about that. Now I do have applause. So... Applause for the Carthage Tigers. Uh, Anyway, people were all excited about that. And once again, I realize how passionate and how excited we get about things like football games. And we get excited, excited about things that don't really matter, right? We invest so much time and energy and effort. And I was kind of complaining to my associate pastor. I was kind of talking about how today our kids, they're so invested in sports and all these other things. And sometimes as a pastor, I don't see them in the life of the church very often. And anyway, I don't want to hop on that tangent. But all I'm saying is, you know, we put a lot of time and energy in a lot of other things, except for the one thing that matters the most. What is that, guys? The one thing that matters the most is following Jesus and leaving a legacy of following Jesus. I think and believe that is the most important thing that we're supposed to do. My goal in life is not supposed to be rich. I could get rich. My goal in life is not to be a great athlete. I might be a great athlete, etc. And my goal in life is to do good in the things that I'm doing, my job, etc. in the workplace. But the one thing I know that I'm called to do as a follower of Jesus Christ is run the race, run this race for Jesus with everything that I have inside of me. Amen. So I just want to give you encouragement on running the race. Now, let me start off with reading this scripture from uh, Acts chapter 20, verse 24. If I have it pulled up, I might not have it pulled up. I thought I had everything pulled up, ready to go. But here we go. This is what it says. It says, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Can I tell you something today, guys, that your task, that's your job, that your calling is to run the race of Jesus, to complete the task. What's your task? It's to testify. It's to live a life that tells other people about Jesus Christ. And guess what? For all of us, we're on different phases or seasons of that race or of that journey. I mean, think about when you first started the race for Jesus, right? I think about this all the time, how excited, how fired up I was. Yeah, I want to serve Jesus, give God my best. I want to I want to reach the entire world for Jesus. You know, we just had that passion when the gun went off and we started running the race, but then now we are in the race. And for me, I'm in the middle of the race. I just turned 40. I'm in midlife crisis mode or something like that, right? And so I was thinking, 
thinking about it like I'm I'm too far from the start of the race that I can't go back now and yet I'm still a ways from the end of the race so I'm kind of stuck in the middle I can't go back I got to keep going forward but that's okay I want to keep running the race and the Bible keeps telling us this right the Bible says run the race and keeps making this athletic comparisons i guess just as we're crazy about sports today they're crazy about sports uh back then and so we got to keep running this race and we got to run it in a passionate pursuit you know i was reading i like to go to espn.com i'm a sports guy so i confess that i love jesus the most but i do love sports i follow sports and i was uh coming across i love reading interesting articles and this one caught my attention it was called the everlasting run And this run was specifically talking about streak runners. Now, stay with me for just a second. Not streak runners as in running naked. Okay, so this this is not an explicit podcast. We don't swear. We don't talk about dirty things, right? But it was talking about streak runners. And these were people that had run uh, a, a tremendous amount of mileage. So let me give you an example. The article was centered around a man named Robert Kraft who hasn't missed his daily run since January 1st, 1975. He was at this time when the article was written, he was on the verge of now running over 100,000 miles without stopping. And he's only on eleventh on the all-time list. Okay, so there's ten other people that have run more. So let me put it in this perspective for you. Like when I was running uh, more than I am now, I was running usually nine, ten miles a week, right? And I calculated that if I did that for fifty years, I will have ran twenty-three thousand four hundred miles. And this guy is on the verge of one running one hundred thousand miles, right? And it was amazing. And I just began to make that correlation because I'm thinking about the scripture of all the connection points of how we're supposed to run for Jesus, run the race for Jesus. And here I am reading about this guy who had this commitment and started this commitment. I'm going to run every single day and I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to take a break. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to go through storms no matter what the weather is. If it's sunning, <laughs> if it's if it's raining, if it's snowing, if it's a snowstorm, it's a, if it's a blizzard, if it's a hurricane, sorry. Sorry, I'm getting excited, but I am going to run and I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit and I'm going to run every day. And so this article had countless stories of these streak runners, of these people who are, who are grinding it out day after day, committed to running. And so as I thought about that, I know it might not be appropriate, but I want to make the connection point here today and say, how many of you want to be streak runners for Jesus? Um, <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. If motivated, I just began to make that connection to my spiritual life, that uh, that I might reflect the same passion and desire and commitment that these streak runners had. Uh, and, and they're doing it for just for running. I mean, they're, they're not getting anything. There's no monetary. There's no reward. There's no award. Uh, there's nothing they're getting out of this except the commitment to wake up every day and to do it all over. Guys, how much more? Come on, you've heard this message before. You've heard this call out before. How much more important it is for us that are followers of Jesus to make a commitment. So let me give you a few thoughts on this little retro message as I'm breaking this down for you today about running the race for Jesus Christ. Here's the first encouragement I want to give you today. Stay focused on the race before you. So this guy, Robert Kraft, since 1975, he's not only been running, but he's been following an identical path every single time. So imagine that for a second. He's been running and he's been running the same path every single day 
over and over and over again. And when I thought about that, I was like, man, he has got to be getting bored by now. I mean, why not try a new route? Try something different. I mean, I'm a mountain biker. That's my favorite hobby or my favorite physical activity is mountain biking. And I'm the kind of guy that I love to go on new trails. I mean, there's some that I like, but uh, when I lived in Utah, I was always going on a different one. And there's ones that I did over and over again, just because of the proximity and how close they were. But I always wanted to try different trails. So I can imagine as much as I love mountain biking, doing the same trail every day. And I only did that for four or five years. And I didn't want to keep riding the same trail. I wanted to explore new trails. But what was interesting is that this guy, he's been running the same path, the same trail. But all this time, he stayed focused. He stayed focused on the same path. And, and as I read that, it took me again to the scripture, Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. It says, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads the way to destruction and eternal loss. And there are many who enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads the way to everlasting life. There are a few who find it. Church, in running the race for Jesus Christ, there's only one path that you can take. There's only one. We got to keep running. We got to be the equivalent, the spiritual equivalent of Robert Kraft in that we wake up every day and we stay on the same path over and over again. And it's not always the, the most fun. It's not always easy. It's, it's not the path that the majority of people in this life are taking, but it's the right path. And we got to stay committed. We're running the race and there's only one way. There's only one path. What do you do? You know, I've never done this before, but I always wonder when I have ran some races and things like that of people who, uh, cheat, right? <laughs> they take a shortcut or things like that. What happens if they get caught? They get disqualified because they're not taking the appropriate path. They're not staying on the right path. All right. Second thought for you guys on this retro message from Jeremiah Johnson is that it requires everything. All right. Going back to this article, this illustration of the streak runners. All right. And again, that's not, not being naked. It's just continuous running over and over again, all right? To be a streak runner requires total commitment. Imagine the vacations they've skipped, the fun they've probably missed out on just for running. So these guys have stayed committed. They cannot let their streak be broken. They can't take a day off. They can't stop. They have to log. They have to register at least, at least one mile every single day to be considered and to maintain the streak. All right. So these guys talk about the things that they've given up, that they've sacrificed vacations that they've missed because they're like, no, I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to stay on the path. I am going to keep running no matter what I have to do, no matter what I have to sacrifice through pain, injury, days when they probably don't feel like it, that they just continue to run the race over and over again. Look at this, Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 to 26. It says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside self-interest, and take up his cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow me believing in me, conforming to my example and living, and if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. For whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. But whoever loses his life in this world for my sake will find it. That is life with me for all eternity. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world, wealth, fame, success, but forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for 
his soul. You see, guys, the race, the Jesus race, the race that really matters, not the football game, not the money, not the stuff of this world, it requires everything. It requires everything. Are you willing to give everything for the race that is Jesus Christ? All right, here's the third thought. Are you prepared? See, living for Jesus, okay? It, it, it's, it's more like, and you've heard this before, I'm sure if some of you, living for Jesus is more like a marathon than a sprint. And guess what? You don't just go run a marathon. You have to train for it. And if you're not prepared, you're not going to make it, okay? Let's go back to Scripture. Once again, 1 Corinthians 24 to 27, it says, Don't you know that in a race all the runners run their very best to win? but only one receives the prize, run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. Now, every athlete who goes into training uh, and, and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. They do it to win a crown that withers, but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. Therefore, I do not run without a definite goal. I do not flail around like one beating the air, just shadow boxing, but like a boxer, I strictly discipline my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached the gospel to others, I myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service. Guys, look at that. This is this is serious stuff. This running for Jesus, this Jesus lifestyle, this Jesus journey, this genus Jesus race, it's serious. We're supposed to be like pro athletes. I mean, I'll give you this illustration. You hear me talk about it, at least in my home church, and I've said it on some of the podcasts before, big LeBron guy. I love LeBron. And whether you think he's the GOAT or not, okay, you have to acknowledge that he's a great athlete. But most importantly, he is a superb athlete. They talk about how he spends literally hundreds of thousands of dollars on his body to maintain it so that he can be the tip top athlete and and he can be as great as he can guys this is the mindset this is what we're supposed to take on in our christianity that we're supposed to prepare ourselves that we're supposed to be training and exercising we're supposed to be going at it because we want to be these these spiritual pro athletes for jesus if you will as a church today we want to uh we want to prepare for the race that we're running every day because if we're not prepared we're going to fail we're going to fall short of what God has for us. So guess what? We got to start preparing. How are you preparing? What what is your what is your preparation look like? I love when I was in music uh and I was it was in vocal lessons actually one time my wife was taking some vocal lessons and one of the 5 Ps or is the 5 Ps that said proper preparation prevents poor performance. And uh, that's applicable again to our spiritual life. Are we prepared? to live for Jesus and to perform well. It's not a performance, but it's about living for him with all that we can. Don't we want to do well? Don't we want to be excellent for Jesus? I mean, how many do we really want to live this mundane, lethargic lifestyle for Jesus? No, come on. Let, let, let's take it up to another level. Let's increase. Let's do, let's do great things for Jesus. Amen. And number four, here's the last thought for you guys today on this Grace Point Daily Retro series message from Jeremiah Johnson. That's me. All right. <laughs> the sacrifice is worth the reward. You see the streak runners and, uh, you know, none of these guys in this article were really millionaires. 
they they didn't get they don't even get cash prizes for what they're doing and yet they've given their life to it they've given their life to something that has no reward fascinating isn't it but guys i want to encourage you guys we are we are chasing a reward i mean we are going to get something for what we're doing there's a reward waiting for us there is eternity guys we're chasing something amazing and so i want to encourage you guys as you're running the race man some days it's a grind sometimes it's awesome mountains and valleys all highs and lows etc but it's worth it and so i want to challenge you to be and take this in the right perspective i'm not just trying to use this corny illustration uh, to be funny but this take on the streak runner mentality in our faith that we will say i'm going to run every single day i'm going to run every day for jesus no matter what no matter rain snow shine so that i can stand before god every day and say lord i ran the race i did it every single day there wasn't one day that i didn't live for you there wasn't one day that i gave up there wasn't one day that i stopped praise god i I hope that encourages you i hope you're challenged i'm sure that you've been challenged with this message or a message like this before but we all need it again come on guys uh, i want to be i want to win the championship i want the medal i want first place i want to give god all that i have don't you so keep living for jesus every single day and we're here to stand with you at the grace point daily podcast to encourage you to equip you to help you live every day for jesus thanks guys we'll talk to you next time 